You are listening to Stacks Radio Show only on WSGS New Orleans. I'm John. I'm Adam. And I'm Anthony. What have you guys been into lately this August 12th, 2018? John, you want to go first? I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. Tell me about it. Stardew Valley is this bucolic farming sim where you, as your little avatar, inherit a farm from your grandfather and you have complete freedom in how you want to proceed in this new life. Mm-hmm. And it is such a great escape. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the most charming setting for, like, one of the most charming <laughs> settings for a video game that I've ever had. <sighs> I've seriously run into some <laughs> issues with longevity, though. Like, I'll get into it, play it a lot for a couple days, and it just doesn't seem to, I don't seem to put enough hours into it. Like, I want to. When, uh, is this your first playthrough with it? When did you start playing Stardew? Like, did you just buy it recently? We bought Stardew on the Steam Summer Sale about a month ago. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's still, like, real raw and new. Yeah. I bought it on Switch late last year. Um, And I played a little bit on PS4 before that. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. It is... The gameplay doesn't doesn't seem like it would sell right because it's just a lot of rote activities over and over and over yeah but i mean you have that huge following from just the harvest moon styles it appealed to me because one of my favorite game franchises is animal crossing just that that um sort of basic sim style game yeah it's mm-hmm. it, 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 it's a combination of Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon. You put the, it's like you just take take all the best bits from each one of those games. They mashed it into one, and they made mm-hmm. then they made Stardew. I think Stardew's great. I bought it probably like two years ago, and yeah. um, I've maybe only invested a couple of hours in it. And uh, it's from what I played, it was great. I got like halfway through the spring season. I really want to play it more. Um, you know, and and I'll get there eventually. I just haven't had the haven't had the time to really dive I'm, into it. I'm wondering if the multiplayer is what's actually gonna, you know, reignite that from because I've never really relied on any type of multiplayer for any of these types of games before. Um, you know, I, it's 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 appealing as a zone out game. You just you know you don't have to think too hard. You just kind of go through the motions. But Funny. I don't know. I'm hearing good things funny you should say that that's what that's what we got into yesterday yeah 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 we started up a uh, server yeah yeah, and my fiance started one uh, last night it's a different experience for sure i think uh like you're saying if you're playing single player it's totally just kind of like a zone out game Mm -hmm. where you just kind of chill and just do whatever do whatever on your farm oh for sure i'll bring my switch in bed and just do that just chill <laughs> so one thing we did when we were playing the multiplayer is we we immediately started uh um you know we, we we made our character and we're like okay we got into the farm let's start clearing everything out and we started assigning tasks to everybody right to try mm-hmm. to be super efficient and um so we started clearing the farm um and uh you know john was assigned to go get seeds and i was chopping wood and and uh and lisa was tilling and watering and um you know, and, and so we started kind of generating the machine. Um, there, there's a there's a little bit of jank to the multiplayer. That's kind of that's kind of fun. So, for example, like uh, whoever whoever's the host of the server, they own like a big house. You know, mm-hmm. it's a normal house. But then, like your your they call them like work hands, uh, farm hands will have houses that are like right next to the big house. And so it doesn't label like what house you're supposed to be in. You just have to remember. And um, so one one of the janky things about it is you can kind of go and sleep in whoever's bed you just feel like, and it'll just say like waiting for other players. So we, so we had a situation where like, so the the very first night, like we all uh, we, we we exhausted ourselves and it was late at night. So then we went to the bar. So the three of us uh, all went to the saloon, and I think John, I think John and Lisa were, you know, I, I don't remember what y'all were doing. y'all were having drinks or whatever. But I just went. I'm like, oh look, an arcade. So I went into the arcade and just started playing. And I don't know how it works in the single player game, but um, 
in the multiplayer. So when we were doing multiplayer, like time is continuing to pass. So I think I started that arcade at like 1030 at night and I didn't finish the arcade because time kept passing until Mm -hmm. like 145, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) So like in game time, I played that game for that arcade for like five hours and ended up ended up passing out in the street and someone had to and you know, like the, the you get Ubered back to your house. That happens and, to me um, when I go too too far into uh, the dungeon diving, and I'm like, I just got to get to that tenth level, and then I can't make it back to the farm. Up to the, yeah. Um. So so to the so the janky part was is that I um you know the the following day I'm like okay I'm gonna sleep uh, pretty pretty early so it was early in the day and ended up falling asleep and didn't realize that I was sleeping in the. So I ended up sleeping in like the big bed. So like me and Annalisa woke up at the at the exact <laughs> like we woke up in the morning. And we're like, oh, what the heck are we doing in each other's house? This is weird. <laughs> and um, and and then I'm like, okay, well, where is my house? So that there, there's like a wooden house and a stone house, and I didn't know which one was mine, which one was John's. So I'm like, well, I'm just gonna take claim to this one and just mentally remember that this is mine. But there, if I forget, then I may or may not be sleeping in someone else's bed hey, you can't fight those instincts that's what the whole point <laughs> of the game is about you're leaving compartmentalized society behind and you're going to live in this free thinking you know society it's, in the woods it's just like a, it's just like a yeah. commune <laughs> nobody owns a house nobody owns possessions that's why you see like the mayor's shorts at some girl in some girl's room you have to try yeah. to figure that out as weird as it is so one so one thing we did too is uh so we all went to the docks and got our fishing poles and i think me and john spent like half a day just fishing oh the uh, fishing in that game pisses me off (laughs) yeah it does man i I was because (laughs) okay figure it out it's not it like once you start figuring out the tapping method which Mm -hmm. is really what you can't hold the button you have to you have to do like a tapping method that like once that's kind of out of the way it's it's a much more manageable experience but at first i just remember immediately getting pissed off and just like i i i don't understand this <laughs> i need to i need to try that because when i was when I was, I was fishing and um you know i i hooked something and again like time is passing in game time because everyone else is doing tasks i was reeling in a fish for like three hours that <laughs> 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 was i was reeling in a fish for like three hours and then i finally caught it and i'm like oh man this must be like the big bertha of the of the lake and it was like a one inch like carp like you know it wasn't even anything anything substantial because i was so bad at the fishing portion of it um i'm like well that was disappointing and then i just like swallowed it immediately because i don't have any energy left for the day that's why i was fishing <laughs> in the first place and uh, it didn't even give me that much energy. I was pissed. <laughs> uh, um. So, so the yeah. other cool thing that's that's kind of janky, and it's a and it's a neat feature in the multiplayer that I discovered is um because I was like exerting all of my energy by like eleven thirty in the morning, I was completely tapped out. So I'm like, well, I guess I got nothing to do. So I would I went inside and, and went to sleep, and uh, so it gives you a pop up that just says like you're waiting for other players because it won't progress the day until everyone at the same time falls asleep so while i was sleeping in bed um uh it's kind of like a mechanic where your character is almost like taking a nap because your energy will start gradually filling back up again Mm -hmm. so so you can go and like till the land in the morning go take a nap and then wake up later on uh later on in the day do some more work and then go like hit the bar oh man classic lifestyle so uh, i thought i thought that was neat instead of like you use up all your energy and then like you either eat food or you're or you're just um you know stuck having to wait until everyone else has done all of their tasks mm-hmm. so i had a good time though that was a lot of fun uh last it night has, uh, it has a lot of spice because with with just single player you know what you're going to do today you have a set plan in your brain about what's going to happen but adding in a couple more mm-hmm. players introduces variance because you uh, you all share the same bank account you all share the same resources oh that's cool i didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. but you so all you have just... different uh progression each character yeah. progresses differently right of course so i may not develop any cooking skills uh or mining skills but somebody else will and all our deficiencies and all our strengths will kind of create like a kind of kind of an emergent experience kind of hmm. funny yeah, no doubt. It was it was fun. I'll uh, 
I look forward to doing that more. Yeah. Come join our server. Join the farm. Our farm is called Farm Farm Farm. Oh, that's good. We had to try to keep it as PC as possible. That's quality. Farm Farm. Don't listen to past podcasts. So, uh, so I have been taking a very different route in my recent play uh, experiences. I was checking out that No Man's Sky update, which was pretty damn fun. Um, I played that for a couple days, uh, but then I got really caught up in one of my favorite franchises of all time, which is uh, Metal Gear Solid. So yes. <laughs> I went. I was watching. A stream on giantbomb.com and I, I watched like them play through the entire first game and i just it immediately just reignited that want to to go through the series again um and so i went and bought the hd collection for ps3 dusted off my ps3 and i'm now playing through two um basically since last night i was playing through all of two i pretty How much is have it? the same uh Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. How's that HD collection? Oh, it's it's great. I mean, moving back to the PlayStation Three after the PlayStation Four is you know it's a kind of a minor inconvenience at this point because it's it was that wonky area where HD was not quite using all of its potential. It was you know capping out at seven twenty and um, but I mean when you when you look at those HD collections of playstation 2 games they're really just bringing them up to a standard where they're they're playable now Mm. before that i didn't have the hd collection so i tried to break up my playstation 2 and after about five minutes i'm like nope i I got i gotta go to amazon and buy the (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. does uh does mgs1 still hold up so that one is not on any of the hd collections that i'm you know that i know of uh there's some weird licensing um limbo that the metal gear solid franchise is caught up in uh i i mean i don't know if you're aware but they remade metal gear solid one for gamecube it was a twin snakes edition yeah i remember remember that yeah and that was more of an hd update where they brought the mechanics of two um but it that has never been brought to any other system and metal gear solid one still just exists as a playstation game and possibly a digital version but the the collection the HD collections are always two, three, and Peace Walker, and then you have four. Weird. It's I didn't realize weird. I didn't realize MGS One was not included in that HD collection. I mean, that's yeah. it's it's a huge pain. In that's the a hu- yeah. That's a huge. I mean, that's a huge. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels like like that's a pillar that's missing from that it, HD collection. It's a real bummer. Um, but you know, I had just watched the full like 10 episode two hours per episode stream of the first one so i felt like i got all i needed to get from that to to move on to two without having to like track down a really expensive copy of the playstation one version or i don't know i guess they have it digitally but i'd uh i'd really like to go back and play those um i I love these god i love yeah i i really love those games especially because i i came in playing two before one because uh, I had a PS2 at the time, and then uh, actually, like, I was really into like Zone of the Enders, and then it had that Japanese oh, yeah. demo of MGS2, and after that, I just fell in love with it. Yeah, and, and it's uh, surrounded in that controversy because people didn't realize you'd be playing as Raiden, but now it's so funny looking back. Now Raiden's like one of the most loved characters of the franchise, <laughs> so it's really cool that you get to play as him mm-hmm. in the second. Hmm. Does it uh does the HD collection bring back the uh, does it have the uh kind of behind the uh how you put it like like the chase cam behind Snake like what they brought back in like the the re-release of MGS3 um you know they they altered the way the camera works and it it makes that game a lot better and I'm wondering if they brought that camera work uh into the HD collection um you mean where you can move does it allow you to move in third person yeah so uh, i think in so in in two no i don't think you can move in first person but in in mgs2 and in mgs1 you know they had like the camera was fixed in position and you you walked around in that environment 
And uh, it was the same way in three, but then they re-released uh, three with MGS uh, with the uh, subsistence. And oh, in subsistence, yeah. they they moved the camera um, to be to to follow behind Snake behind. the entire time. I know you're talking about. And that. it's so it's, I would say think of think of like, uh, like Resident Evil Four. It was like that that change. Yeah. yeah okay. I gotcha. Yeah. It is not. This is definitely not the sub substance and subsistence versions um it's it's the traditional fixed camera in the corner of the yeah. room and you go which definitely um it, it's jarring with you know from perspective because mm-hmm. you just don't it, that, that's like how the classic resident evils were and everything and yeah so jumping back into that it, it is a little jarring but i don't know i feel i feel like that's how i remember the games and yeah after this amount of time waiting to jump back into them I kind of want to do the original. Yeah, man. I feel like that, like doing that camera rework on, especially MGS2, would make that game really good. Yeah, it's cool. It's but I mean, MGS2 works so well with the environments because everything, the way they have the um, the setting in that game is it's the two shells with the hexagonal shaped uh, rooms on each side, and so you're returning to a lot of those areas over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. each of them is the each of them is the small setting rooms, and so I feel like they it works really well. I mean, you you encounter some inconvenient uh, perspective issues, but um, for the most part, I feel like they do it really well in that game. Three, cool. I can see how that would be a huge improvement because you're moving through these jungle type, um, the, you know, these jungle settings and, and maps. When I uh, when I bought that subsistence pack, one of the things it came with was a uh, it came with a disc, and it was all of MGS three just uh-huh. cut into like a four hour movie. So if you didn't feel like playing the game, you could just you could just pop this CD into like a DVD player and just watch almost like a almost like a real primitive like playthrough. Yeah, yeah. Where it it, it hit like all the cutscenes, and then in between the cut like all the action that would happen like in gameplay. They mm-hmm. would kind of do like a supercut of that, and while like Snake is walking around and like knocking dudes out and stuff, you would hear like codec conversation as all that's happening, and they had like all these dramatic angles and things that were uh, that were going on, and like boss fights were all uh, like done in like a really dramatic way. It was cool. Right, right. The cool. Kojima always he was like a big movie buff. That makes complete sense. He would totally do something like that. Oh yeah, his his um. His inspiration and like just his, you know, what he what he took from is, is, all, is so much more obvious now that I've absorbed more culture than when I was, I don't know, 12, 13 years old playing these games and didn't get most of the callbacks and just thought it was all just the most original. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's original <laughs> stuff, but there's mm. there's a lot of things he purposely pulls from. But mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm still on the train of thinking he's a genius <laughs> like that. How, um, how far into two are you? Um, I'm diffusing bombs right now. I'm I'm doing that little uh thing. Uh, I'm I'm about to fight Fat Man. Right, yeah, right before Fat Man. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm working up to that because uh, I chose to do the optional um tanker level in the beginning because mm-hmm. I I love that three hour section of playing a snake and yeah doing all the, the stuff and just getting used to everything. And also, I I'm one of the I'm a dog tag collector. So every single enemy enemy I encounter, I stick them up and then make them shake out their dog tag and try to collect as many of those as I can. I was doing a back in college. I was doing a PS2 playthrough of uh, a Metal Gear game on European Extreme, and <laughs> had a ton of fun with it. And that was where you, um, if you're uh, if you're seen, um, basically if if you go into alert mode. Um, it's game over, and if you um, go into um, and, and and it's um, you don't have a whole lot of health. I think you can get shot like maybe like once or twice. You know, honestly, like that really appeals to me because the way I play the normal version of the game is I usually if I go into alert mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I I could work aside from boss fights where I feel like that would that a health thing would become a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the espionage sections, I, I tend to just like to stay in cover and and 
make sure I can get to the entire level yeah. just by, you know, not alerting anybody. Yeah, it's man, it, it it's it was a great difficulty because every I felt like every like move like all the movements and stuff that I had to all the move the, the 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 actions that I were taking had to be very deliberate. Yeah. You know, or absolutely. else you're going in a game over and then you're and then you're going all the way back to, you know, your previous save, which mm-hmm. could have been a, a long time ago. So yeah. it was I, I I love that series. It's great. I, I want to go back and play it now. Every time you you talk about it, it's one of those games with longevity. You just want to boot it up again. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking here, and I think the substance and subsistence. I don't think they've been put on any other system aside from the Xbox and PlayStation Two. Wow. So oh. I, think that's why. I actually uh, so I have a I have a copy of the substance one that was the Xbox release. Yeah. I'm remembering now. There was this <laughs> there was this neat feature. And where it was like a movie editor where you can select a cutscene and um and you can you can pick like like you know, so like a cutscene where like you, you see Vamp for the first time and uh you know, Ryden's walking down the corridor and there's like all the blood on the walls and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh I distinctly remember uh so so one of the options is you can you can pick uh you can change the the character models in all of those cutscenes and edit them like how you wanted. So, so one of the things <laughs> you would do is like, instead of vamp, it would be like, and, and I always had, uh, I would, I would always switch vamp with Raiden and then put like, instead of uh, Raiden, it would be like the Colonel or <laughs> like solid snake, like discovering Raiden, like grabbing a dead body and like eating his throat. And then like, hissing at him and <laughs> that's pretty, pretty great <laughs> did, did not know that was a feature of that yeah and then oh yeah they, they had some great uh uh like vr challenge missions too where um you would have to navigate through like a virtual environment and the enemies were like gigantic um soldiers mm-hmm. uh and there there would be like like 300 foot tall soldiers that would be walking around and they had these like unique animations where they would grab onto buildings and stuff and they would like they would take their head and kind of peek around corridors to try to find you. And, uh, and they had, um, um, like Godzilla roars. <laughs> I feel like that's something that would be an, an excellent feature of five, just because of how inherently ridiculous and wacky that game already is mm-hmm. from the experimentation side of things. So that'd be really cool. If anyone is interested in buying another, uh, collection there's actually the metal gear not the hd collection but the metal gear solid legacy collection mm-hmm. 2013 in it is metal gear metal gear 2 solid snake metal gear solid metal gear solid vr missions and then sons of liberty snake eater guns of the patriots and peace walker Whew. yeah so so that is the collection that's what i want that's the what's one it, you want what's that for PS3. Yeah, they're oh. all for PS3. Nothing's been brought to PS4 for the Metal Gear franchise. Mm, probably mm. never will. It's likely. Yeah. Nah. Mm. But the spiritual successor is coming in Death Stranding. <laughs> mm. We'll see. We'll see. I'm buying the game on release regardless of what it is. I've been saying yeah. that for I think that's a safe years. bet. Like you, I could find out that there's no gameplay in that, and it's some weird experimental passage into real life thing, and I'm like, I'll still buy it. <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> I've been a Kojima fanboy since I was very young. I mean, he's got he's got a cult of personality. He's it's he's irresistible. <laughs> I fully understand that he's a ridiculous human being, but I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, him and his choice of friends gallivanting across cultural bounds, mixing, matching media. You know, yeah. what's not to love? You think the absence <laughs> of uh, MGS1 is because Nintendo has some, like, some rights to Solid Snake's MGS1 character <laughs> model or something, and that's why they were able to bring it to... Um, Smash? To, um, no, yeah, well, not only Smash, but that uh, that that HD upgrade. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Not sure. Wait a minute. That wasn't an HD upgrade because uh, that was that didn't release on Wii U. 
You're talking about uh the GameCube? Twin maybe? Snakes. Twin Snakes. Yeah, that wasn't high def. I think they they just upgraded updated the models. I don't know. Hmm. For Twin Snakes? Yeah, no, that's uh Twin Snakes would not be in HD. I was well no, it wouldn't be in HD. It'd be but it it's a remake of yeah. the original version. I okay. Yeah, but I wouldn't consider GameCube yeah. HD. Yeah, I guess Nintendo. But you can play it on a Nintendo Wii, and it'll still look pretty damn good. Hmm. Hmm. There may be some licensing issues there. You're right. Yeah, I'm wondering. That's why uh, the first it's one was right. absent. Nintendo holds that. That's why he's in Smash and the le- you know, and then the the level is Shadow Moses Island, and not like an MGS five. I wouldn't expect like an MGS five map to appear. Although that would be that'd be neat. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of new Smash, Smash Ultimate touts over a hundred different maps. You might see uh, Shadow Moses on there. That would be fantastic. You saw that yeah. Smash Direct? Let's talk about that. <laughs> what do give you think? Vis- give me a visual of the Smash Direct. I didn't watch it. Smash Direct? Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Pretty good. <laughs> Let's see. It started off. How did it start off? Uh, R.I.P. Luigi. <laughs> Luigi. Yeah. That's the Luigi. word going around right yeah, now. Yeah, Luigi's, Luigi's going there. around. Luigi gets gets taken out. <laughs> Luigi got murked by death. <laughs> he got murked by death. With a they, they lured everybody in thinking it was a Luigi's Mansion thing, so maybe a new Luigi's Mansion level or some update around that, and then they um, reveal which I think that was leaked before about the Castlevania characters and you know all the additional features surrounding castlevania that are coming hmm yeah i know, I know there's a lot of murmurs like and and uh talk of like like once they said there was a smash direct there was a lot of rumor milling going around about who the who new characters would be oh yeah but um, i'm excited for the castlevania stuff i i that's that's got to be another thing that's been locked up in some type of red tape because I can't believe it's taken them this long to incorporate those characters. Oh yeah, and and you you look at you look at the Smash character like the 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 Smash roster now. It's it just about hit every single classic NES character that you could that I at least I can think of. I can't think of a single character from the NES days that is not present in in some way in uh in, in super smash bros i'm gonna clip in uh, a little audio clip from two months ago where uh adam jared manners and i played a uh, castlevania 3. trevor is simon's like great-grandfather you know in some oh, games, okay okay in some castlevania games there's a dimensional rifts where the belmonts meet each other and it gets all Japanesey. Man, it's still, it, it gets, that's like Star Trek Genesis shit. <laughs> or Generations, whatever. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is not going to work out well. <laughs> where we have to, where then, then we'll just go back to the future and get all the Belmonts together to take down, like, the fucking Power Rangers. Like, they all come in, and they, like, they all cross their whips together. <laughs> and then drag them to a thousand pieces. Okay. Can I just say, if any animator had the balls to fucking do that, I would be 100% behind it. Like, like I'd just go and be like, they were trying. They were trying really hard. At this point, Castlevania has a big enough cast to make an ensemble brawler. Ooh. Ensemble brawler. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Give me give me, give me, me the first Belmont. Got it. That was, yep, got it. That was about two months ago. Two months ago, what we called it. What what are the what are, so what are the Nintendo classics? What are the classic characters? Are they bringing the Smash Ultimate? Um, no. So they had uh, uh they 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 had Luigi. They killed off Luigi. So I don't expect them to be in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. They um, well, and then Ridley killed Mario. So oh, Ridley killed Mario. So he's so, not going to be um, in it anymore. Pretty much confirmed that Mario's not in it. Yeah. So R.I.P. Super Mario Bros. They had their time. Mm-hmm. They're gonna stay in the I mean, Mushroom Kingdom. Wearing, kind of wearing out the welcome at this point. I mean, that's when's right. the last time Mario's been featured in a decent game besides Smash Bros? Eggs, that's what I'm saying. It's been decades. 
Uh, at I least mean, what we really need to see more of is you know the, the sonic team because uh i just you know they've been knocking it out of the park and they, they need more coverage there has not been enough sonic in this in this world <laughs> sega has um, been winning the console war since 1994 yeah it's true, it's true. <laughs> i read a book about it um three two x so i mean yeah i mean that's the air around it now is that they they're bringing back anything and everything that that people have liked or disliked regardless which i you know that's that's how i want it there, i even want levels that i hated back in the day it's like but if they were in the first one i'm gonna want to see those in the new one and characters that that have always been like snake was one of my main guys and so they're bringing him back that's you know i'm already on board for that and um really the focus has been more on here are the quality of life improvements we're making amidst all of the crazy amount of content that's going to be included in this game so i feel like sakurai is just grow is just throwing all the shit at the wall and he's like you want all the characters here's all the characters you want all the levels here you want all the music here you want uh a training mode where it'll show you exactly how far someone will fly uh (laughs) at zero percent versus a hundred percent here what else do you want? I'm giving you everything. <laughs> I'm gonna put. A, how about a mode where everybody's constantly generating smash based off of how much they're hit? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, do you want uh, uh, an HP fighting mode? Here, here it is. Um, they, he, they're giving the fans everything they want, almost as if like this is the, this is the last hurrah for Smash. You in in some ways, you, you can. can you can bring your switch with you. Okay, this blew my mind. You bring your switch with you and listen to the soundtracks of the levels while you're on the go. This is never something I'm going to take advantage of. But yeah. the fact that it's there is pretty cool. There's... It's a it's a cool feature for those who are going to use it. I don't know how many people are actually going to use that feature, but it's neat. I'm glad it's there. Smash on the go is probably the biggest thing. Oh, smash on the go, yeah. Like, yeah. like if oh, um, like if they did uh, like uh, the similar treatment to uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, where mm-hmm. if one you copy you of just smash. oh no no it wasn't like one copy of sm- uh so in Mario Kart Eight Deluxe you can have your if you have uh uh like a bunch of people in a in an area, mm-hmm. let's say they're all connected to the same Wi-Fi, um everyone would be able to play almost like a local area network of Mario Kart with each other. Right. I can definitely see that coming back or, or being a thing in the new Smash Bros. It kind of needs to because they haven't figured out yet, and I really don't see them figuring out in you know the coming months whenever they launch their, their monthly system. Like I don't see them figuring out the network stuff that well. And it, yeah. the, the system needs to have that established connectivity just based off of proximity otherwise they needed, it's uh, wasted dude they needed to have that online stuff figured out two years ago yeah. they always have had to have their online stuff figured out and it's kind of just a nintendo thing is they don't get online they don't understand it that's why we have had had those issues with splatoon and everything and why i jumped on splatoon a week ago and was still like what the hell this is this, like this is still the same. Nothing has changed. I tell you what, though, um, and and I have I have this discussion a lot uh, with my wife. Is I'm, I and, and I'm like as a when I look at it from the perception, like yeah, as an adult, like it's terrible. Like I got to type in friend codes. I need to, um, uh, uh, you know, I, I need to be friends with this person in order to communicate with them or play games with them. And this is a pain in the ass. Why do I need to do this? It's so much easier on PlayStation and Xbox. What the hell? Yeah. Um, when I look at it from a, a a different paradigm as a parent, then I start thinking, well, now maybe these decisions make a little bit more sense to me. Um, mm. Because Nintendo knows that all of their, you know, you know, they're they're mainly marketing to kids, you know young kids a lot of a lot of parents are going to be buying their kids switches and they're going to be playing splatoon and they're going to be playing mario kart and smash mario tennis and all that good stuff and um as a uh, i as a parent i appreciate a lot of the walls that they put up 
to prevent other people from reaching my kid. Yeah, but at the same time, a lot of that stuff can be a lot of that stuff is fixed by the um the parental control setting. You know, you can launch the only problem is that controls your entire switch versus Yeah. you know, having different profiles set up differently. Right, right. And um and and I think those those parental control settings that are on the switch, I think are second to none. I think they're fantastic um at at controlling what your kid is doing and getting you know getting updates on what they're playing how long they're playing it and um and giving you the ability to um uh to really control uh the amount of time and access uh your kids are having on a switch so i don't know i I, and i really like um you know when when i i really like that uh, amount of um, background control that I could have if I can, you know, cause I have the ability to control what he's playing on a phone. Yeah. Um, but for example, like I was playing Fortnite and, uh, uh, on the switch and my wife was like, don't you think it's weird that you're, that everyone you're playing with is probably 10 to 12 years old at, at the oldest and said, yeah, try not to think about it though. Mm-hmm. And so I was in like a 50 V 50, uh, match and I was in a squad with a couple other people and every and, and all the other people, they all had voice chat enabled, and um, my 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 wife kind of got creeped out a little bit because she 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 was kind of uncomfortable because like here we are in my living room playing with these uh, like these basically like eight year olds, and they were like attempting to to like contact us and and like talk to us and talk to other people in their squad and they were talking to each other, and it was just really. Like I felt like I didn't belong there, mm-hmm. you know. And and one of the things that my wife mentioned was she's like, I don't want this to be our kid, you know. I don't want my kid to be eight years old. Like like not not that we don't want them to play video games and all, but it's like I don't want them to be like at a really young age and be playing online games uh, with other people and have the ability to interact with them in that way, like from a uh, uh, from like an audio perspective, like being able to like talk to other people because you don't know who's on the other who's on the other end of that, and there's no amount of like you know regulation or walls that's going to prevent you know an, an eight year old from playing with someone playing Fortnite directly with someone who um, you know is in it for different reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and and given that, I kind of like so I I understand like why Nintendo's doing that kind of stuff. Um, you know, they took a really I feel like they they risked a lot when in the Wii U days when they had the um the Miiverse, uh, because you have the ability to uh f- interact with other people based on like the games that you like to play. So there's like a big Smash Bros community and there's all these random people that are posting their experiences and screenshots about Smash Bros. And then they're able to draw stuff and and post that as well. And that had to have been like a regulation nightmare for Nintendo because they're constantly having to remove... They, they had to have been re- spending a ton of money removing inappropriate content because they understand that like, look, like kids that are, you know, not of a mature age is going to be looking at potentially really mature content that we have no control over. So I kind of, I kind of see where in the switch there, they really like kind of rein that in and said, look, like we're not going to allow you to do this kind of stuff because it was, it, it, it had to have been a problem for them in the past. It got pretty weird. It got pretty weird. Yeah. When they browsing the browsing the YouTube uh, community. Oh yeah. Oh, sign sure. on and that uh, YouTube community was legendary. The, <laughs> the things that people use their talents on got real questionable. But at the same time, there is the, the switch is so much closer connected to the mainstream gaming community than any previous Nintendo system, in my opinion. Um just because they've opened up that system to a lot more outside content. Um, you know, look at all the indie titles they have now and all the kind of weird, quirky titles they have available on the Switch because they're just, they're loading everything in that system. That shop is just littered with, per, you know, 
two dollars mm-hmm. to thirty dollar purchases and in, in games that probably didn't match that uh you know standard they were thinking of before or at least uh, you know trying to keep their their i mean at the same time that we had things like call of duty on it so i guess they've experimented with that before um but yeah i just i feel like the switch is a little more closer to the mainstream interest than their previous systems have been they're definitely opening their borders uh yeah which so is a good speak, thing more for 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 the market but I think almost if Nintendo allows more player interactivity and more interplayer communication, they they they'd be losing something a little bit of yeah. their identity. They they need to figure something out uh, that you know is not obtrusive to the people who want to communicate and interact, but you know also to make it as family friendly as they as they possibly can. Because I mean, ironically know, enough, I feel like now would be the best time for their little me community thing but they kind of nixed that <laughs> after the wii u and shut all mm. that stuff down and that was with a failing system like imagine what That's like what with the popularity saying. of the switch like what that would be now yeah on the switch you, know? you could jump into you know rooms with your avatar i mean it doesn't really necessarily need to be an avatar but just that connectivity um but nobody was connecting their wii u's to each other because have you not that many people had them have you heard about the porn that the pornography that's in Super Mario Odyssey? I have not. <laughs> oh man, do you want to? I I'm that's... not sure. So you know that the the Switch is hackable, and that people have oh, gone yeah. gone forward and hacked the Switch. So one of the things that they were able to change is the uh, they were able to gain access to the um, like PNG files. Uh, mm-hmm. that are all of the like player avatars so like when you make an account and you have the avatar and it's either like tom nook or mario or one of the other characters right so right. the modders were able to like change that to anything they wanted so um so there are switches in the wild where it's uh like a lot of like mature content as their avatar so uh there was a major update hmm probably about six or seven months ago into Super Mario Odyssey, where they have this uh, this mini game called uh, Balloon Hunt. And in <laughs> Balloon Hunt, you can either, uh, you, you know, you up into a level, you can hide a balloon and other people can find it. So you can browse like a list of users that hid these balloons in these particular, in, in all these yeah, different levels, yeah. take like New Donk City, whatever. And, right. um, and so it shows their avatars. So, the switches that are still connected to the Nintendo network that that when those users went and hid balloons, you go you go and talk to Luigi to unlock balloon hunt and you see users that are legitimate, but then you also see all of these like hacked switch users that just have like hardcore pornography as their user avatars. Awesome. And it's <laughs> And it's like oh, you, you you take something that was that was like wholesome and genuine, and then it's like, well, now there's now there's porn all over Super Mario Odyssey in the end game. Just how God intended. Just as God intended. <laughs> <laughs> you kill Luigi. There's porn all over the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> this is 2018. Yeah, really. Miyamoto's end game. It gets more <laughs> offensive. It gets more offensive as our resolution. <laughs> wouldn't have been a big deal on the nes it wouldn't have been a big deal on the nes that's right no. well yeah so uh, on that note i'm excited for smash bros and all the porn yeah. that's gonna come with the online yeah so community. so so going so going back to smash bros yeah just 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 real quick since we since we kind of got off of it they're putting everything you would ever want in smash bros New characters. They introduced King K. Rule. That's exciting. They introduced mm-hmm. all the, the the two Belmonts. That looks cool. Oh, they yeah, threw in Crom. They're like, hey, we don't have enough uh, Fire Emblem characters. Let's put let's put we're gonna sneak one more in there. Eventually, yeah. they're gonna have the entire like Fire Emblem heroes. That cast is just gonna port over to Smash Bros. And you're gonna have right. 600 Fire Emblem characters. And I I'll never be one to complain about. A roster that's too big in a game like that if you're looking at street fighter or tekken and it becomes too encumbering yeah i kind of understand that but in a game like smash bros where 
you likely have a dozen characters that you're comfortable playing with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'd say the more the merrier. Just keep bringing them on. It's 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 really that you know that clubhouse of Nintendo that yeah. Just I always want to expand further. Yeah, I'm. I, I got a lot of hype for it after the direct. Uh, after the E3 presentation, I walked away from that like really not impressed mm-hmm. at all. And, and and I knew in my head they were going to announce more stuff. But then after seeing the right. latest direct, I said, okay, this was the information I needed. I'm on board. Yeah. And then you remembered that you have to wait till December. Yeah, that's that's fine. I got I can wait till December, no problem. But I, yeah. I'm on board. I'm I'm ready for for this new Smash Bros. I know there's a. It, it looked like Sakurai was going to announce more characters. Just curious who you thought. Give me your yeah, give me your top. Us. Give me a top five. Who you think? Oh man, I didn't even think about oh, that. More characters. More characters. I wanted Alucard to be one of them instead of it being Echo characters with. Uh, Richter and because mm-hmm. I mean Alucard, Simply the Night. That's probably like my favorite Castlevania. Yeah, and I really wanted to to just but you know if you missed on people, dude. You know if you put if you put him in as a as a character along with like Richter and and uh, Simon, everyone's just gonna pick Alucard. I I, I I'm oh, happy. Yeah. I'm content with him being an assist trophy. Yeah, I mean he'd probably be one of the more uh, broken towards bayonetic type characters yeah one one thing i uh uh, i noticed um with all of these smash characters not a single one of them or or let's say every single one of them is is of japanese origin i can't think of a smash character that's not of a japanese origin correct me if i'm wrong no i mean Mm, like if they threw Master Chief in there, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because there's what? a lot of rumors are like, oh man, they're gonna throw Master Chief in there. They're not gonna throw Master Chief in in Smash Bros. <laughs> I don't even get is how it... that would connect. Yeah, they they're not gonna put Master Chief. They're not gonna put Minecraft Steve. They're just not. <laughs> that, that, as much as Microsoft wants to do that, they're not gonna do it. If you I look still, at, I still want Tom Nook to be elevated from trophy to character. And just you know, throw just capitalism be a, at people. Just be a be a bastard. That's all he's gonna be. <laughs> he'll just he'll just be taking bells from people and dropping houses on them. He'll just he'll kill you with debt. <laughs> mm, they're gonna I mean, <laughs> Obviously, people are complaining about Waluigi to the point where I'm like, is are they just gonna drop that in last second to just blow everybody's mind in December that Waluigi's that, finally being brought? I, I think the way the community went, yeah. I mean, they brought they, Ridley they, for Christ's sake. They haven't brought. I mean, you haven't seen a wall trophy yet. Yeah. So I can see them holding off until that's like the saying. week before and Usually be like, when "Guess announce, what? Yeah. When they announce a trophy, it's like, oh, well, that's it. They're, yeah. Like, when I saw yeah. the Alucard trophy, I was like, okay, so Alucard's not going to be a DLC character, right? Even. Right. Um, I'd really like to see more from the Final Fantasy universe. Now that they have Cloud in there and like maybe something. I don't necessarily want them to stick to the main characters and like keep doing that, but you know, maybe someone like what about or something squall and Sephiroth. Yeah. Like th- those, those seem like the obvious choices. Um, but you know, like, I don't know, you, you grab like the black mage or VV and he's, he could even be like an echo character of Robin. Mm-hmm. That would make it really easy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, so, I'm, seeing, um... I'm seeing possibly, possibly some final fantasy. What about Titus? No, because they make no. him start. They just have him <laughs> kicking blitz balls at people. Actually, that's uh, no. That's a <laughs> no. That's a that's Waka. What if they had Waka? Well, I mean, Titus played blitz ball. <laughs> I prefer uh, Waka over Titus. <laughs> Waka twenty eighteen, and they have to get Joe DiMaggio, or is it John DiMaggio? John Dima- John DiMaggio did the voice of Waka. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, oh my god. What if they brought uh Sora? Yeah, oh, I mean be. I would be <laughs> they dude, do trophies. I would be pissed. <laughs> I would be really pissed if they brought Sora to damn Smash Bros. You don't like why? No, I just I, mean, I, I don't I, I don't like Kingdom Hearts. Oh, that's my I think it's I think it's goofy. That's my favorite franchise right above Metal Gear Solid. Oh, uh, no, I just I can't I just can't. You can't. Dude, You're gonna have one. to explain to me. I mean, 
no oh, you, you i you can't need another three like part three part podcast if you want me to explain that to you about the of the just why i like it and what sense i've made of it over the years <laughs> i mean you you want to talk about throwing you want to talk about throwing shit at the wall dude i'm like a conspiracy <laughs> theorist when it comes to that i have like you know red yarn connecting things in my wall like <laughs> so to me kingdom hearts is like an rpg that it was uh uh produced and written by the cw <laughs> <laughs> You all mean, the like arrow <laughs> all yeah like all the characters all of yeah. the 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 story arcs and everything that i've seen it just looks like a like a like a a teen drama that i'm gonna watch on the cw at four o'clock in the afternoon it kind of has the same appeal as something like harry potter would to me where it, it i i don't know it, it it connects to me in some way and then therefore i can play kingdom hearts and just pop back right to being 12 years old you know, yeah, experiencing all that shit for the first time. Yeah, I. I mean, but like everything, it's not for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I, solid's I, not for everybody. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't mean shit on Kingdom Hearts. They're, oh, but, well, I mean, uh, I, I uh, but I, 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 I did, I did play the, I did play the first one. The first, and, and you know, the first one is all right. I, I, I was in it for the gameplay. You know, the gameplay was cool. It was, I, I yeah. like the dynamic fighting and stuff. But now that's, you know since kingdom hearts one and even kingdom hearts two that's really gotten like i mean that's come uh more into the mainstream of uh of a battle system you know and it's it's like okay well your uh you know your one trick is now like everybody you know it's it's more widely available so what's your next trick besides having like mickey mouse and donald and goofy yeah their trick was again they're it looks like they're bringing everything to this one too. <laughs> yeah. Once three actually finally releases, yeah. it's Just gonna be throw it all at the wall because give the people what they want. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, with Super Smash Bros. being in December, I guess we can move into what else you guys are excited for. Doom. Doom. Doom Eternal. That um. Uh... I've never played a Doom game. Oh my lord! <laughs> I was gonna play the, you know, the most recent one if it went on sale uh, on Steam. I was gonna, I was gonna pick it up, but I please, please do yourself a favor and play that game. Um, no, uh, Doom Eternal. It, it was everything that I wanted in a Doom in a Doom sequel, and it it even had some additional things in there that surprised me. Yeah. Um, the uh, it's man, it's got this really great, like almost like 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 freedom of movement aspect that uh, you know, is is almost kind of like just causey where he's the the Doom Slayer was throwing out a grappling hook and hooking it on the enemies and using that to propel himself uh, yeah. upward and forward and and yeah. in every direction. And um, I was really excited to I'm really excited to get my hands on that and and get into those types of shenanigans. And um, I really, I thought that invasion system looked uh, really interesting. The only thing that I will say to criticize this game is that I don't think Bethesda or it have ever done a, uh, uh, have ever done a good multiplayer experience. That includes the, the 2016 Doom. That includes Elder Scrolls Online mm-hmm. and Fallout. I'm I'm expecting Fallout 76 to not be that great just because I don't think Bethesda and and id just have figured out multiplayer and and making it fun. I mean I I've, I mean, I've been signed off of of picking that's the one I have here on the list 76 and it's honestly probably one that I'm least excited for and I am a long time Fallout fan and I think that's why it's just I don't mm-hmm. trust it to come out and be something that's going to really mm-hmm. So, so I will hold my reservations for that invasion system, but I don't think that that's going to affect the single player experience, which which was just, just fantastic. That I 20, can see that. Twenty sixth one. If you've never played Doom before, I would highly recommend because I think the uh, I yeah. think the sale is still going on right now. I would highly recommend picking up the original Doom and Doom Two. Yeah, uh, I those, those those were never the games I went for. Um, growing up i was more of like rpgs and mm-hmm. adventure games um and i recently last year played the new wolfenstein and that, that was pretty great um mm-hmm. 
and so I, I'm a little more interested in those. Types yeah. Of so, those so the, the the original Doom and especially Doom Two, those games hold up, no doubt. Um, yeah. They hold up really well. Um, you know, it's it, it's not as intense in your face, uh, first person shooting as as like the newer Wolfenstein or even like the 2016 Doom. Honestly, um, the shooting in Wolfenstein was the part that impressed me the least. It, it was okay. actually. I don't think it was very well done in mm-hmm. Wolfenstein. It was, it, it wasn't very inspired mechanics. Yeah. Um, and from what I've heard, the the action in Doom is like that. That's where you go for that. If you want, oh, yeah. If you want to play that that Bethesda shooter with just all the action and fluid combat, that's where you go. Hundred percent. hundred percent. And yeah, check, man. Check. I, I would. I I try to revisit Doom too at least once a year. And. Um... Doom Two is less than a dollar twenty-five on Steam right now. That is money well spent. It's practically free. Um, yeah. No, you'll get, and that's a lot of game you got there too. It's it's real small. Um, anyone who has never played those original Doom games, you you're, I, I feel like you're missing out. Um, so like know, the, yeah, it's the a, ones the ones with the you know old Duke Nukem graphics. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Um, no, each each level is pretty big. The, those levels are fairly large, and um, they're really labyrinthian. Like, um, you know, you, you you'll start out in the it's it's each level is like a pretty big maze. Uh, you'll you'll start out with uh, all the guns that you got from the previous level. So so don't die, or else you'll start back off with a pistol, and you're gonna be very upset with yourself. Yeah. Um. So save a lot. Um. And um. And yeah, there there are tons of secrets. And uh, like secret rooms and secret switches and things and, and things to discover, mm-hmm. um, and, and you'll you'll find yourself just picking a direction and just going into it, finding a key, and you you have to do a lot of backtracking in order to find the exit. Just I, I feel like it had you know for the time it had it had real smart gameplay. Um, yeah, can, Doom Doom Two or uh, Doom Two is is very similar to that. And and then the 2016 Doom is a little bit more linear, but it it amps up the action. Well, that's too. the one that just had that that fluid motion of combat and just oh, yeah. really impressed everybody with how they reignited that series. Oh and yeah, why everybody's really excited for the this new one that's coming out. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, please try those games out there. They are great. Cool, cool. I think so. I'm sold. For a dollar twenty-five, that's it'll it'll run it'll run on a toaster, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. It ran yeah. on a calculator. Someone made it. Someone made it for a calculator. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. what about you? Um, anything you're super excited about, John? Me. Me. Yeah. You. Which you? John, you. Oh, um, <laughs> we'll get there. I, uh, not a, um, it's not not a new release, but keep talking about franchises that just find renewed, renewed relevance. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just finished reading uh, Neil Gaiman's new release, Norse Mythology, and oh. that was really gripping. That was a good book. It's super short. Um, I got book for maybe fifteen, sixteen bucks. Now I'm really wanting to try uh, the new God of War. Hmm. Yeah, I I did not. I never picked that one up. And, it was just and, like too uh, many games at the time. Yeah, it was an overload. <laughs> um, and speaking of Smash characters, I want Kratos in Smash Ultimate. He was already in PlayStation All Stars, which was mm. the best Smash contender. No, I'm just kidding. That's slap <laughs> You know what I might get? Um, the Shonen Jump Ensemble Fighter. Jump Force? Yeah, Jump Force. Oh, yeah. I, I heard uh, I heard mixed things about the gameplay. Yeah, me too. I mean, like, it looks amazing. But, I don't know. I wouldn't play competitively. It definitely seems um, more of a, uh, a Xenoverse style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, like, cause I mean, Dragon, Dragon Ball Fighters is, you know, it's becoming one of 
it, it's becoming really big. It's the biggest fighting Dragon Ball Z game to date, pretty much at this point. They just premiered at Evo, but I don't know. Jump Force doesn't seem like it's going to follow that at all. I have no, cautious. I have cautious optimism for the new Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just damn excited for that because two on GameCube was the first time I, I remember really enjoying a superhero game, and I've, and then every Spider-Man game that came out after that was completely disappointing, and so this one looks like they've, they've brought it back to that. I'm okay, not really the old, uh, the NeverSoft. Uh, release yeah. of Spider-Man right around Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Oh, yeah. Came on the page. I played that, that one, too. Yeah, that one had that, a lot. That, that a was lot. the more level-based one, right? Or, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that open world one that was great. And, like, I don't know. The way they... The impressions I've heard are just glowing. Um, they, you know, everybody's like, oh, not only if you're really into superheroes, but if you're a New Yorker, this game is just amazing. <laughs> Which says that they put a lot into the um just the design of the of the city. The, the neighborhood and feel. You, yeah. And how you interact because the older games, the, those cities were pretty barren aside from the action that you were you were doing. But it sounds like there's gonna be a lot of other stuff going on around mm. that will be quite enjoyable. Hmm. Did you guys see the Red Dead trailer? I did. Very excited for that. Yeah, give me thoughts on the Red Dead trailer. I felt good about it, even when I was just watching the cinematics. The cinematics weren't all that interesting. Um, but I knew, you know, I mean, they've been working on this game for so long. Red Dead Redemption 1 was just a great game. And I trust Rockstar to build on the good elements of their games. Mm -hmm. Um and, and not steer them into some direction that just doesn't make any sense for the series. They haven't really done that with Grand Theft Auto. You know, they've, I think they've made good choices there. So I, I don't see that changing with this one. And then now that the gameplay has been revealed, um, I, I just, I want that game in my hands. I want to play it. <laughs> the, uh, definitely the graphical showpiece that they were showing off with the different environments and the different, uh, like the animals and, and how mm -hmm. them saying like the world being alive and stuff look really great. Oh yeah. Yeah. That looked, mm -hmm. I was, I was pretty impressed. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit reserved on how they're going to, how they're going to introduce, uh, uh, their multiplayer stuff into that game, similar to Grand Theft Auto online. I have to buy shark bucks. Isn't that yeah, what they call I'm, it? I'm I'm indifferent to that. I never got on the Grand Theft Auto online train. Um, I, I didn't have a lot of fun with it when I did try it the few times I tried it. But I still will go back and play Grand Theft Auto 5 just for the single player campaign because I enjoy it so much. I think GTA 5 released during a time when like right before microtransactions were hitting really big and now that we're kind of oh, past yeah. that threshold, how like how is microtransactions going to come in a red dead is my is my real worry there's the a is, um, oh, sorry go ahead well there's there's just a the central philosophy of this game is the cowboy mythology that's what made the original red dead redemption so they're going to steal money out of my bank account <laughs> without asking you're going to you're going to rob <laughs> well, what would what would not be thematic in this game if i was a cowboy and i had to whip out my wallet to buy <laughs> anything you know because central exactly. to that mythology is i don't need uh you know it's just me and my horse and some bullets and yeah. i can do anything i want in complete freedom in the in the in the wild west i think it will be more of a you play it how you want it. i i really hope they don't follow the same pattern of five i like five's heists and i thought that was a really great campaign um but if they're just turning that into the Wild West heist, like I want the heist to be their own thing in this game. So this is around the camp of people. You're, you're, you know, you have a team that you're, you're uh, constantly. I'm pretty sure they're gonna explore, you know, the outlaw side of this as much as possible. In a uh, in a in a conference call with investors, Zenimax said that they will every single game from here on out that they plan on releasing will contain some form of microtransactions. Really. Yep. That shatters a little bit of my confidence. 
Uh, at least for the online portion. Yeah, I mean for sure. That doesn't that doesn't give me a lot of confidence for how online's gonna be or how receptive I'm gonna be to to that. But I don't really fall for the microtransactions and that just means I probably won't get into the online as much. Yeah, as as long as they keep it contained to the the secondary online multiplayer experience and not really mess with that core single player campaign, then mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. For sure. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was it, it's been extremely successful with uh, how they handled it with MGS five, and realistically, I they'll probably do something like that. It'll just be like whatever whatever the analog for Shark Box would be. Maybe they'll just keep it as Shark Box. <laughs> yeah, and it'll cost how much in game money or how much. Uh, how much real money is it going to cost for me to get a, a decent horse? Skins? I mean, what could they sell you? Weapon skins? Armor. Horse uh, armor. armor. Treasure maps? That would infringe upon the gameplay a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mouth chew? I don't know. Mouth chew, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Whoa! All right, well, that's our uh, that's our, our dog bark that signals it's time for us to... <laughs> To wrap it up. I'm hungry. Wrap it up. <laughs> that was a signal. <laughs> That's gonna be our signal going forward when when time is up. Yes, I like, I like it. <laughs> Timely. Oh man, we we didn't get through half of our uh, half of our show notes here, so it'll be pick it'll it be up on the next one. Hey, blow over for next time. Yeah. All right. We got we got way too caught up in Metal Gear and <laughs> you always it's a journey caught up in Metal, Metal Gear, Gear it's a journey working <laughs> it's a journey the fun is in the journey yeah. all right Alrighty. thank you for listening. till next time thanks guys have a have a good weekend bye. <laughs>